beautiful rebel sam goldsmith here and welcome to her great rebellion the podcast this is the podcast that delivers the strategy and woo that results in radical self-acceptance radical trust in yourself and radical trust in the universe through thought work sacred medicine and radical rebellion we remember who we really are so let's begin this week as we do every week by connecting and taking a few moments to consciously breathe together breathing gently in through the nose and gently out through a slightly open mouth. Allowing your breath to find an easy natural rhythm, allowing your body to take some breaths that are more shallow and some that are more deep. If possible, you can close your eyes if you're driving in your car or you're out walking, just drop your attention to your breath. Understanding as you breathe for these few moments, you are giving your body and your nervous system and your energy system a chance to gently recalibrate itself to ease. As you breathe, remember that breathing together in this way for a few moments when we meet is an entry point to a sacred dimension. This is a moment to remember and to recognize yourself as sacred to open up sacred listening, sacred hearing, sacred feeling, and sacred understanding. As you breathe now, connect to your heart. Feel the energy around the front of your physical heart, the back of your physical heart. Breathe here now. Give your heart permission to travel up to your mind and gently quieten it down. Allow this quietness now to move over the top of your head and run down the entire length of your body, coating your whole body in a layer of calm. As you continue to gently breathe here, sense the divine being, your divine inner being, underneath this layer of calm. And as you breathe, give this divine being permission to hear, interpret, process and feel anything and everything in the perfect way for your highest good. Okay, welcome to this episode. Today I want to talk to you about a follow-on from last week's episode where we spoke about the Divine Mother. Today I want to talk to you about the Divine Father or the Divine Masculine Energy. We will talk through the same kind of format as we did last week where we looked at the manifestations of uh, this particular energy and how we can uh, access it and cultivate connection with it to help us in our day-to-day lives and help us with our healing as well. Uh, So like we spoke about last week uh, with the nature of the divine feminine or the divine mother, um, the energy of uh, the divine father is in some ways um, opposite to that. So remember that we spoke about the divine mother, the divine feminine being the energy of creation and that the energy was focused inwards. When we talk about the divine father uh, or the divine masculine this energy is 
characterized by um, energy moving outwards and it's sudden and sharp in nature and manifests through action. So the Divine Mother is the uh, the energy of creation. The Divine Father is the manifestation through action of those creations. You'll notice if you read my book, Her Great Rebellion, that the Divine Father, the Divine Masculine section is quite a bit longer than the Divine um, the Divine Mother, and I don't know why. That was just perhaps what wanted to come through and be shared at that time. But personally, I feel like I have um, worked on father issues more generally in my life um, until recently than than mother issues but what I forgot to share with you last week and I did want to mention um, is a fabulous book called Mother Hunger. Um, This is a bit of a side point to what we're talking about today but I didn't I'll put it in the footnote of that episode but I didn't share it verbally on the episode. Um, The book Mother Hunger is a fantastic book for um, healing related to the mother wound Um, and some of these ideas and topics can be particularly triggering. They can be triggering if you have had negative relationships with either parent, but they can also be triggering if you've had really good relationships with either parent, because it can feel like a betrayal if you start to look at some of these areas that where you might not have naturally received a full, well-rounded nurturance um, an ideal nurturance. So it doesn't mean that that there's blaming to be done or um, that issues from the past have to be rehashed or, you know, forgiveness needs to happen or anything like that. Um, this book, Mother Hunger, is fabulous because it just helps to um, create an understanding about why we might interact with life in certain ways that we do because of our early exposures and relationships um, to our mothers and it can also help us to inform you know how what we choose to do as a mother with our own children but um, that's around the mother wound so today I want to talk to you about um, the father wound and the father wound can manifest as um, a lack of self-esteem a low self-esteem or feelings of being not lovable or innately unworthy, uh, not worthy in some way. The cycle that these um, feelings create is uh, revolves around a search and a need for validation. And when we spend our life searching or needing validation, we're basically setting ourselves up for failure because sometimes it's not going to come. Often it's not going to come from the person who you feel you need it to come from or who you you want it to come from. And remembering, as we always talk about, this um, duality that's always going on in life where someone's supporting you, someone's tearing you down, someone's giving, someone's taking, um, that's happening with your validation as well. There'll be somebody validating you, somebody tearing you down, but it may not be, the validation may not be coming from the person you want it to and the tearing down may be coming from the person unexpected. So, you know, there's those things, that those forces at play, but um, this father wound that's creating the lack of self-esteem and feelings of unworthiness and this desire to feel some kind of firm validation the underlying belief being that when we feel it, whatever it is, suddenly things are going to be better. 
Um, and the paradox being that that's never going to happen because it's part of our fantasy, like we have the fantasy of the one end point in time where we're never going to have any more problems, which we've already discussed on episode one or two, is, is never going to happen either. Um, this cycle leaves us feeling lost and without purpose. And so it's kind of like a, a constant chasing our tail without ever settling into that concrete feeling of grounded, sturdy worthiness and deservingness in our center. So it's important for us to look at how we can um, connect to the positive aspects and the healing properties of the divine masculine and the divine father. And again, that can help us in uh, healing things that we want to heal in our lives feeling better about our lives and ourselves in general and also being applied to different areas of life be that work business money health relationships etc um just as we spoke about with the with the energy of the divine feminine and the divine mother so most of us have grown up with this messaging that um revolves around a lot of toxic masculinity, a lot of limiting thoughts, the, a lot of um, patriarchal kind of viewpoints, um, especially for those of us who are over the age of 35. Um, unfortunately, most of us have probably been raised by relatively and exposed to relatively unconscious men. Um, this is changing fathers are becoming more conscious and the conscious in, conscious parenting you know movement is growing but the vast majority of us have um, been subjected to what many people refer to now as this straight white man phenomenon um, that's only just beginning to kind of be dispelled around the planet so the effect of these father wounds really generate deep emotional pain and they have those manifestations that I spoke about um, about earlier. Uh, one of the spiritual avatars that I used to be um, study with used to say that issues to do with the father always resulted in financial obstacles and um, issues with the mother always resulted in continued stumbling blocks or obstacles in life so whether that's true or not I don't know but sometimes it's a powerful insight into an area that can be looked at as to whether there's any healing that needs to um, need to happen so as I said on the deepest levels all of these manifestations play out as a feeling of being lost or without purpose and compelling us to think that the next thing that we come across is going to make us um, feel happy or be the thing that you know provides that validate validation or that feeling of worthiness and um, deservingness and for me personally I um, I do unfortunately consider that my father is quite unconscious although he was very um, outwardly successful I did receive a lot of unconscious messaging through him as a parent that as I say, unconscious, was unconscious, um, but did provide me with conditioning that 
men were ultimately dominant and that they were the ones that made the money and that they can give things and take it away. And um, I guess ultimately that gives an impression that men have power over women. And the interesting thing here is that most people who know me would not um, think that I identified with you know, men having power over me because I've been very independent, you know, overtly independent, which is a trauma response we'll talk about on another episode because I know so many of you have that as well. But um, this uh, conditioning didn't, wasn't apparent in my actions. Like I was very independent. I was always self-sufficient. I was always coming up with new ideas. I was always, you know, creating things in my life. So people wouldn't have thought that I had an impression in my mind that ultimately men had power and women didn't. But that is an impression that I became aware of um, after I went through a traumatic breakup um, with my, my baby daughter's father. And part of the um, cycling through all of the layers with that was actually coming to terms with realizing that that was a lie that was embedded in my consciousness. So um, it's very, some of these things can be very subtle and very, very well hidden. So the main characteristic of the divine father is wisdom. And what I found in my own life was that even though I had an intellectually smart father, um, and a successful father and all those kinds of things that I didn't actually have a connection to male originating or male orientated wisdom. It was all about verbal, you know, success and messaging and intellect and intelligence and stuff like that. It wasn't actually about wisdom. And the core, core characteristic of the divine father is wisdom so that is something that we uh, we can um, tap into in order to develop a connection with this masculine energy divine masculine energy divine father energy Um, as i said the most significant distortion of this perception that we have generally around the male dominance is leaving us with a feeling of fundamental uh, undeservingness. So when we have that, the manifestations that we might see outwardly are things like overgiving, people-pleasing, poor boundaries, overworking, obsessing about our appearance and our status and stuff like that. And um, accumulating is a big uh, symptom of that. So even though um, we might be successful, we are chasing that success, that relationship, that career, that award, all of those sorts of things to fill this bottomless pit that is a manifestation of the innate undeservingness of the father wound. So connecting to this divine father energy is tremendously healing and also a very powerful force for us to cultivate in our endeavors in our life. So um, the ways that we can do that or the way that we can connect to the energy if we um, haven't had that experience in our upbringing and remember, um, if this is triggering because or or you feel dismissive of it because you have a good relationship with your father and you don't think that you've 
received any traumas or you know you've received a lot of you feel you have received a lot of wisdom from your father and all that sort of stuff um I would just ask you to not try not to get triggered about it because the triggering can be to do with thinking that you're betraying the good nature or the um, wonderful things that your parent has done for you as you're um, growing but just consider that people are only able to give us their nurturance from the level of consciousness that they have at the time so even though it might have been good perhaps it still could have been better and that's okay so parents might have done the best that they could because they were operating from the level of consciousness that they had at the time that doesn't actually negate the fact that it could have been better And so if we look at this area where it could have been better had the consciousness been higher, we can, that can be an access point for, well, I've done this well, but maybe I could have done better. Maybe I could um, dissolve something else that I've been unconscious to up until this moment. And that can actually set forth a catalyst that can, um, you know, leap me into the next area of my life or, Um, dissolve something else that can open up another possibility in the next area of my life so um, it's not it doesn't have to be an overt problem an overt father wound to lead you into this discovery and connection with the divine father and the divine masculine energy because actually harnessing this energy and then using it appropriately can be really powerful for other things that you want to create and bring forth in your life so Um, The characteristics of the energy, as I said, are extending outwards. They're sharp and they're sudden and the um, divine masculine manifests through action. So um, already this is a good indication what we spoke about last week with the divine feminine energy being around the foundation and the core and the creation and then the divine divine masculine um, coming through with the actual action that can bring things into um, manifestation. Uh, A caveat here is that that energy is designed to be sharp and sudden and cut through and create action and results. It's not designed to be sustained over long, long, long periods of time. So again, this can be an insight for us if we are spending a lot of time associated with the masculine masculine energy Are we doing that in dysfunctional or toxic ways where that energy is enduring and it's actually not its nature to do that? The the nature of the feminine energy is actually more enduring than the the masculine, but we can't endure in this sharp, sudden, action-orientated way because it's not sustainable and it creates impressions and burnout and adrenal fatigue and all those other things so um, there's lots of ways that we can incorporate this information into our lives in in different ways so as the divine mother um, provided healing or had the has the capacity to heal through cleansing and dissolving the divine father's healing qualities can come through fire he can burn through illusions and um, turn them back to to ash to cosmic dust and then when it's been destroyed fill in that space with the loving wisdom and um, absolute presence 
So that can be something that we can um, we can connect to for the healing component of the of the divine father. Now the divine father's um, power is in wisdom and also in intense presence. Those are the two characteristics that um, that are very healing and very powerful about the divine father. Now, if you are looking for ways that you can connect to this divine wisdom and you don't have that through men in your physical um, life, there's a few ways that you can go about that. For me, one of the big ones has been listening to men reading their own books or speaking through podcasts, wise men, um, speaking in that way and me listening to it. So things that have been really helpful for me are books where they're spoken by their author um, or podcasts, uh, especially things by um, speakers like Eckhart Tolle that listening to the wisdom flowing from a, uh, a man in connection with the divine father, the divine masculine aspect has been very um, worthwhile for me personally. So that's something that you can do if you're looking for ways that you can access that um, that wisdom aspect of the Divine Father. So the wisdom of the Divine Father is designed to diffuse our insecurities and release us from codependencies and manipulative tendencies. So, um, you know, there's many things happening on many layers when we're receiving wisdom in this way. It doesn't have to just be the wisdom as in this is a question and I want an answer to it kind of linear thinking that we're, we're used to when we think about asking questions of our father. So we can use the idea of this wisdom to intervene if we notice that we are becoming lost in mental plane elements or focusing on analysis, being in that analysis um, paralysis if we're overthinking and we're trying to convince and control with our mind and with our logic the wisdom of the divine father can remind us that that um, wisdom is found in a connection between the head and the heart so it's not actually just living in the head and being in that logic all the time um, and as I said the other thing about the divine masculine or the divine father is intense presence and most of us have not been exposed to, to intense presence in our lives um, it's an amazing gift that that we can receive and that can also we can also give to other people um, and you might have experienced it intermittently at times if you've been with a fabulous therapist or you've been in the presence of a very evolved being or um, if you've been in moments with your baby where you've been able to just um, eye gaze and things like that you can you can be in that connective moment of intense presence um, and something I like to do is a meditation and I go through an explanation of that in my book where you have an experience of feeling what it's like to be held in divine, um, with divine intense presence by the divine father, because it's just such a powerful feeling of fullness. That's the word I think um, that describes it best. So just as the divine mother is the source of all things, the divine father is the expression of all things. So he's this 
wise and deeply present, infinitely loving healer that's in partnership with the divine mother, the divine feminine aspects. Um, When we feel that, we feel that innate sense of worthiness and safety and that allows us to fully express ourselves in the world and know that we will still be loved. Remembering that the ultimate fear that is stopping us from being, doing and having everything that we want in our lives comes back to some type of rejection and a fear that we won't be loved, that we're not enough just as we are and that we need to do something more in order to prove or deserve it. The Divine Father's job is to remind us that 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 is not true, that that is a lie, that we are held by the divine masculine energy with safety and security to fully express ourselves in the world because no matter what, we will still be loved. Okay, that's it, guys. That's it. That's all I've got to say about the divine father or the divine masculine energy um, today. I hope it was helpful. I hope there was some little insight or a little um, nugget there that can help to um to create something for you in your life if you've enjoyed this episode as always please don't forget to subscribe if you um, enjoy it please do a review because when you do a review it helps it to show up on searches for more people and um, the work can help more people if you haven't already done so please jump over to my website at www.samanthagoldsmith.com and download my free self-doubt eraser guided meditation and um If you feel this episode has been helpful and you think that it could help somebody else, please um, go to one of my social media channels and tag somebody in it and share it with them. That really helps them and it helps me by getting um, this work out there as well. I also, uh, again, want to remind you of this exciting opportunity that's coming up in March to be part of a live round of my Rebel Life Bootcamp, the training ground of the Sacred Rebel. Uh, Normally, we have monthly live coaching calls that go with that program. People can join in any time. But in March, we're actually going to run the program with six live Um, We're going to run the whole program live. So women all around the world are going to be doing it at the same time. And we're going to have six live bonus coaching calls. So every week for six weeks, we'll have a coaching call as well as our um, continuing on with our normal monthly call um, as part of that. So there is another episode that goes through all the details about what the Rebel Life Bootcamp is about and what you can expect and what it can help with and um, what being part of that is all about. But As I said last time, you're getting a lot of uh, good indication about that from the content of these podcasts. And the boot camp is really just a sacred container that supports us and holds us and amplifies the power um, and the possibility of, uh, of all these amazing women working on this stuff all around the world. So I will look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week. Until then, sit deep, live radically and do you my sovereign sister see you next week Mm -hmm.